0: The Angry Chicken is a production of AMOVE TV. Bookmark AMOVE.TV for more gaming and eSports shows. The Angry Chicken is directly supported by listeners like you via Patreon.com TAC.
1: A podcast about Hearthstone, Heroes of Warcraft. This is the Angry Chicken.
0: Welcome back, everyone, to what is sure to be a marathon session episode of the Angry Chicken. I'm Garrett Weinzerl. I'm here as always with the the folks that are going to get me through today. Willie Dills, Gregory, Jocelyn, uh, K- Carney, Jocelyn Carney, <laughs> damn it, so I close, even, so close. Uh, I was even talking to you before the show. I'm like, it's Carney, not Kearney. It's Carney, not Kearney. You're like, yes, yes, well, yes, no, yes, no. Okay,
1: cool. Hey, like writing 2018 like- on your checks, it's fine.
2: <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's been uh, what 300 episodes of Moffat, so you're forgiven. <laughs> I, I, I,
0: um, I'm that glad. That muscle memory. Glad to know I'm absolved. <laughs> As someone whose last name is never, ever correct when spoken by anyone other than myself, (laughs) uh, I am sensitive to this topic, but uh, my God, guys, there's just so much to talk about today. Uh, It's going to be a real thick show. Uh, So before we get into it, uh, just... So I, was, I just made sure to thank awesome people. I wanted to thank everyone supporting us over at patreon.com slash TAC before we get into the big news this week. If you like this show, if you like when sometimes we do two, maybe three hour shows because there are a lot of news and you want to support it, the Patreon's the best way to do that. And to three of our more recent patrons, Yomi S, James R, and Davis B, thank you for the support. Now let's just dive straight in with the latest in Hearthstone news.
2: Good news, everyone!
0: (laughs) Jocelyn, do you want to introduce what the next year is?
2: (laughs) No. Not even a little bit. I'm so <laughs> disappointed again. Although I will say with Wu and Broad gone, I feel like my chances of year of the unicorn are just. Your window
1: is, is gone. Yeah.
2: The window has gone. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if it was going to happen, it would have happened years ago. So yeah. Although I will say this year of the dragon, mm-hmm. uh, the little like icon thing, when you look at the whole big like wheel, the dragon right next to the dragon they're using looks so much cooler.
0: I would go I don't know with why I,
2: they went with the one they did. It's like a simplistic <laughs> dragon head instead of a whole big majestic dragon. I don't understand.
0: I thought that was like a
1: phoenix or something next to it.
2: Was it? Oh, I thought it was a dragon or a
1: griffin. Yeah, I think it's another mm. flying type animal, but yeah, I don't think it's quite a dragon. Mm. By the way, I'm going to pat myself on the back for predicting a lot of news coming out of the uh, <laughs> coming out of the thing because this was more than I expected. I was like thinking, yeah, expansion plus something, and then I was like. Slapped in the face with like a million changes to the game. And I'm super excited about this. This is actually like, uh, a lot of stuff I didn't expect them to ever do. I was like, yeah, no, no, you guys can keep talking about that on Reddit all you want. That ain't happening, but no, oh, there's a lot of stuff that's happening. And I'm like, it's, there's one big omission that we knew was going to be omitted and I'm not going to bring it up, uh, this entire episode, but all the things that are here. Oh my God. It was just like, it was It was a new Christmas. It was another Blizzard Christmas for me.
0: Yeah, there's a a lot of really good stuff in here. Um, so yeah, it's the Year of the Dragon. We've got three more expansions coming in 2019. They have been teased at somewhat with an image I did not prepare to show ahead of time because I thought it was in the post <laughs> for this on the official website, and it is not. Uh, but...
1: Oh, are you talking about the the three, the thing like we had last time? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, yeah. the, the okay. thing like you always have. We, yeah, yeah, we yeah, always yeah, have. Yeah. The, Which the, everybody pours over and tries to yes. predict exactly what every expansion is going to be. And then nobody ever says Boomsday and we go, what? <laughs> yes. Yeah, so well, we have- I
2: think at this point we can get a general idea of what part of Warcraft they're pulling their theme from. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, It's just we're never, ever, ever going to pinpoint exactly what the Hearthstone spin is going to be because those guys yeah. are crazy. No. The Boomsday
1: one was the nether spite looking one, right? And everyone yeah, like, uh, nether storm. Oh Netherstorm, yeah, 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 definitely. It's going to be. Which
2: technically it was sure. in nether storm. That's just, where he chills. It's, yeah, it's like how are we supposed to know they were going to do Dr. Boom?
0: <laughs> <laughs> right. We, we don't know how how on the nose it's going to be. Right. We don't have a way of knowing that. Uh, but who boy is there like a Dalarani Kiran Tori theme going on with this first expansion tease?
1: As soon as you uh, see that purple color, yeah. you're like, Yeah, that's that's Kiran Tori Dalaran stuff, right? So yeah. there's people though who are predicting something about the sewers. Uh, I was saying maybe a violet hold thing last night on stream could be interesting.
2: Yeah. It looks kind of violet Holdy to me, uh, um, yeah. but I then with the trailer teaser trailer that came out today. Uh, they're talking about like um, assembling a team of like scoundrels or some. I can't remember her actual like language. Yeah,
1: actually, this just came out, right? I haven't had a chance to to watch it and everything with sound. I'm just clicking through, looking at the the card images. But
2: yeah, so basically uh, the story that she's telling, she flips over the first card and she's like, oh, this is, you know, my crystal ball and I'm the first to answer the call or whatever. And then the second one she talks about, uh, somebody who has gleaming gold in, and it's like the cobalt candles and stuff, so it looks kind of like maybe somebody from Cobalts and Catacombs, um, and then we don't see the other five, so it seems like I think the actual uh, play Hearthstone tweet was oh a team of plotters and schemers, so I think that's like where people maybe. Pointed to the whole underbelly idea, mm-hmm. but I think Garrett, you pointed out ahead of time that because there's five cards that she flips over, you think this might be single player content.
0: Yeah, we, we, you know, without getting too far ahead and, and ruining all of the the deep dive into the single player content, which we're, we're going to do a little bit later. Um, the the first round of single player content for this expansion has been detailed by fan sites, not by the actual Hearthstone pose, uh, saying that they got to play all of it in uh, the a couple of different uh, summits that went down in different locations around the world and uh, that there were, there were five chapters to this Mm -hmm. single player mode. And so I'm I'm wondering if it, if it has to do with the theme of those five chapters,
1: that makes a lot of sense because yeah, why would there be five cards if it was about, the expansions, right? So
2: unless that T te- the team of five are like the scoundrels of the on underbelly and there are five uh neutral legendaries.
1: Sure, yeah. These could be representing actual cards. Yeah, yeah. that's true. The like the cards. other The
2: Fortune Teller was never actually a card, and <laughs> though Togwaggle was a card, which is kind of what the imagery on the Kobolds card that she flips over kind of looks togwaggly.
0: Why is it making noise? No. It was muted when
1: I opened it.
2: <laughs> it scared the crap out of me. Um, but yeah, so um, the image of the card kind of looks tog waggly. Um,
1: You're talking about the one with the, the scales? And the yeah, coins, the second one. The one she side it over, and the yeah, it's coins the and
2: candles on either yeah. side of the scales. Yeah, so um, it looks togwaggly because there's even a little crown at the bottom here. Yeah, you can see flipped over now on screen if you guys are watching. But yeah. Um, so that image looks Togwaggly, but Togwaggle was already a card. So if you go with the fortune teller from Old Gods as the first card, I kind of went back to the Kobolds trailer and I was like, is there anything in here that didn't really end up being a card? And we have sleepy dragon that was a card but there is a scene in the kobolds uh trailer that has a two-headed not a single-headed dragon but there's like a two-headed dragon guarding gold with some candles in the foreground and i'm like maybe we're gonna get some sort of like red dragon or something so awesome
1: finding the easter eggs
2: I don't, I don't know. I don't know. Cause it just, it seems weird to me that they would like rotate Togwaggle out and then immediately bring him right back into the game again in, you know, whatever iteration that just seems odd to me.
0: Yeah. It's also worth, my God, every time I restart the stupid trailer, Redoes undoes the mute
1: because you're doing it on Twitter. You should do it on YouTube where it'll stay. Muted. Well, there's
0: no YouTube link because Hearth- that's how Hearthstone does things, apparently. Yeah, uh, but it's also worth pointing out the eyeball on the fortune teller's crystal ball card that she turns over it, uh, matches the eyeball on the teaser image uh, for the Year of the Dragon. That eyeball is stamped up at the very top, mm. which makes me think maybe this does have more of a like whole year theme to it maybe it isn't just five themes for the five chapters of this first single player adventure
1: it's like next to the actual text year of the dragon so yeah
2: so maybe she is our guide our storyteller through the year of the dragon because that was the other thing that they said is that they wanted to try to craft more of a, a yearly story so tie all three expansions together as opposed to you know telling a unique story with each expansion so mm-hmm. maybe <laughs> excuse me sorry maybe the fortune teller will be our guide through the year of the dragon i don't so, know
1: yeah I, I have i have uh heard a lot of people complain like year of the mammoth had nothing to do with mammoths and year of the raven had nothing to do with ravens and now you're saying year of the dragon if it doesn't have anything to do with dragons that's just lame right because
2: yeah, because they want to do one is, big story. So this it could be, be a amazing. dragon story. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So,
2: and I, I think that the, the imagery is really cool too if you think of it from like a dragon story perspective because you've kind of got like, I mean, the, I'm not quite sure about the other two, because like magic and arcane is the blue dragon flight. Right. So I then I don't really know what the second one, like maybe we've got kind of like a blue dragon flight thing. And then maybe like the green dragon flight for the second one. The third one to me looks like the bronze dragon flight, which I think is really cool. Well, I had uh,
1: heard, heard time, people right? people bringing up um, what's his face in old war, the, the special boss. You know where you go fight him, and oh, he's in Algalon. Like, space.
2: Algalon, yeah, yeah, yeah,
1: Algalon, because there's like all the kind of star stuff going on.
2: Yeah, it's kind of hard to tell if it's like stars or if it's like Emerald Dreamy kind of stuff.
1: I mean, I feel
0: like we say Emerald Dream every year because these portals always look vaguely ethereal, and I don't mean ethereal as in the race from Warcraft. I just mean uh, it's just floaty, particley, glowy bits, right? right. So, uh, yeah, I don't I don't know how much to read into that because nothing else in the like the borders look old war to me, like even not even a little. Mm-hmm. Um, that middle one is really throwing me for a loop. I, I don't know what to make of the middle teaser with this kind of brown and gold theme with this kind of teal, almost emerald looking accents.
2: Mm-hmm. Which is why like I'm th- like, it does look emeraldy, which is why I think, you know, green dragon flight and but yeah, it's it is also kind of hard to tell. Like the bottom of these teaser images all look like card backs to me. And we've already got a dollar on card back and it they look similar. Um but yeah, the other ones like I'm not really sure what they would be, but I'm I'm sure that there's more more to be gained from the I mean, I looked at this for literally 10 minutes before the show, so but uh, but yeah, it very much looks like the top kind of looks like banners, and then the bottom kind of looks like card backs, and the stuff in the middle is, is vague at best. But if we're thinking dragons, then I'm thinking blue Dragonflight, green Dragonflight, bronze Dragonflight, and... I'm here for it. Yes, please.
0: (laughs) Yeah. The far right looks just so on the nose orc to me that it's hard for me to think about anything else. If we're going with a dragon theme, maybe it's a a Dragon Maw clan expansion.
2: I was going to say the orcs did enslave the red dragons, right? So maybe that's supposed to be more like fiery and orcs and red dragons, maybe. Maybe I don't know. We're
0: finally going to get like. To be able to put, make one minion mount another, which sounds dirty, but bear with me here. Dragon Riders. Dragon, like, third and final expansion of 2019, it's the Dragon Mob like, flying experience. And you can make one minion ride a dragon minion and combine stats and do cool crap. Like, how rad would that be? But no flying. I will never see flying. In so
2: day. basically, like, magnetic, but for dragons. Shh.
0: It's dragons, <laughs> well, the, Jocelyn,
1: not yeah, the little circle in the middle looks exactly like that dragon soul orb thing, right? Yeah. So, I don't know. I To me, like, I'm just like, I'm so off on every single one we've ever had before that I'm just at this point, I'm just like, yeah, just give it to me. I can sit doing crap thing all day, but I'll be, you know, I'll be well, way this, off.
2: This is the fun part of the year, I feel. And maybe it's just because I'm such a lore nerd, but trying to pick out the little Easter eggs and hints that they give us, I like the, i love this time of the year to be I,
0: I like being really wrong and i also like being somewhat right i liked last year when it was like oh damn we got another storm right on like hit that nail on the head but it was also boomsday who the hell would have guessed that so i was yeah. like I, t- I took that as a win I, uh, I yeah yeah, yeah win. exactly I feel
1: like that's, that's kind of where i'm at
2: yes yeah. like the setting yeah <laughs> but not not what they're gonna do with it
1: yeah yeah so. yeah because uh, kobolds and catacombs like i didn't predict that yeah. <laughs> didn't, you know
0: who who guessed uh generic and i don't say that port i don't see that in a mean way but who guessed generic dnd adventure literally mm. no one yeah <laughs> and they even tricked us by showing us like a damn pirate and we're like it's a pirate expansion yeah they're like jokes on you we were playing a lot of DD in the office in the last year
1: so uh we briefly spoke about this because we did get an announcement on the uh date of the world championships we had we already knew it a while back but uh, does, so are we all just, like do you just think it's not coming out on the normal release schedule that we've had for this year because that would be I would hope that it's not getting pushed back like crazy where it's like because then where do they go from there it's just like they don't constantly keep falling farther and farther behind I'm yeah. kind of hopeful that we are actually going to get this somewhere around early to mid-April.
0: I think we're totally on the same path. I mean, it's they, they, they've announced the standard year uh, last year, which was announced on March 12th and released exactly a month later on April 12th. So we still have time to be on sure. last year's timetable. In the past, it has happened earlier. But if you remember in the past, our card reveal seasons were excruciatingly long. They
1: were so long, yeah. yeah. But April 6th like, was... Yeah. Uh, when Mammoth started, right? And then yeah. Raven started the 12th. So they did...
0: Yeah, Journey to Angora like was uh, was released on April 6th, but it was announced February 27th. We had from yeah. February 27th until April 6th of card reveals, essentially. Yeah. Yeah.
1: I feel like they have learned from the past mistakes on... We don't need to make everyone go through that. Yeah,
0: yeah. I, w- I would like to put it out there, though, just um, uh, hopefully to to give anyone listening from Team 5 a sense of satisfaction from all the time we've spent complaining about card reveal season. It was so much easier to do a podcast about card reveals when it took so much more time. <laughs>
1: but
2: I still like the faster releases. I, I, yeah, I like every day, like two weeks pops Perfect
1: we yeah we skipped a lot of cards this last time because they're just a lot of arena cards and it was perfect like we don't need to talk about every single vanilla thing or you know like a seven mana five nine we don't got to talk about that on this show that's just yeah yeah, you'll pick it in arena that's all it does (laughs) i agree i liked how we did it last time
2: but, yeah, in terms of actually like the schedule of the World Championship, it, it is really interesting because basically what's going to happen is either they're going to delay the actual standard rotation until after that happens. So we might actually be looking at an expansion release and a standard rotation at the beginning of May instead of the beginning of April, or they rotate it early and then we end up with people for like who have qualified through Year of the Raven playing with Year of the Dragon cards in their mm-hmm. championship, which seems like and we're not going to go down the the whole you know road of should they do balance patches or rotations or expansions or whatever right before playoffs and championships that's a whole other thing but just the idea that like it's supposed to be the championship for the year of the raven and like we're not even gonna have those cards in the championship seems very odd to me so
1: it's odd but it's also i don't know i find it acceptable because it would be interesting to watch these pro players at this level play with the new cards. You know, it's it's like, it's actually kind of cool, but also, yeah, you're right. It's like, it's weird, but it's an opportunity for the rest of us to kind of go, hey, what have they figured out? Because there's always that period of time at the beginning where it's just the Wild West and nobody really knows. And it's all the meta set by streamers and stuff, not necessarily pro players. So it might be an interesting opportunity. I don't know. Yeah. I, I, I won't be mad I- at it, but it is probably just, better not to do it that way
2: <laughs> it's just odd right like i mean i yeah. i just wish that their esports was like lined up a little bit better with the rest of the game i guess i don't know like because because um solitaire in the chat room is saying i don't think esports should impact the wider game and i do agree with that to some extent i guess uh just i wish the hearthstone team had planned a little bit better so that this wasn't even a talking point. You know, like I mean,
0: yeah, I think it it shouldn't impact the game, but the game should impact the esport. Like, why don't you build the esport around the
2: natural yeah, release yeah. 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 Yeah.
1: They they need to tie in their dates with what the game is doing because yeah, I don't want them to delay a rotation. Yeah. When there's new cards out there. I'm not gonna like I'm gonna be like, uh hello, no, I wanna play with the new <laughs> cards, what,
2: please. Yeah. What they're probably thinking is that, you know, it's promotional, it's you know, more hype, like people or viewers maybe don't want to watch the same sort of decks. You know, they don't want more odd, even crap. Like they want to to move forward and see all the new stuff like that. That totally makes sense from a, an interest in a viewership and a marketing perspective, but from like a competitive world championship, this is the summary of the year that we just had. To me, it makes more sense to play with the cards that were the year of the Raven cards. So I mean it is
0: what it is but i we'll just see think we're still waiting on more esports really, news right yeah we're still
2: waiting on all their freaking we
0: e-sports still don't, news don't even know how now. it's gonna play play, play out so yeah. whatever more on that later uh before we get into hall of fame rotations we want to thank our sponsor today robin hood for sponsoring this episode of the angry chicken you should go to angrychicken.robinhood.com Uh, And I'll tell you why in just a second. If you're not familiar with Robinhood, it is an investing app that lets you buy and sell stocks, ETFs, options, and cryptos, all commission-free. And uh, you should know, while other brokerages charge up to $10 for every trade, Robinhood doesn't charge any commission fees. So you can trade stocks and keep all your profits. Plus, there's no... Account minimum deposit needed to get started. You can start investing at any level. The simple, intuitive design of Robinhood makes investing easy for newcomers and experts alike. I can attest to this, I love their UI. Uh, You can also view easy to understand charts and market data and place a trade in just four taps on your phone. So check it out. You can also view stock collections, such as, you know, 100 most popular. So with Robinhood, you can learn how to invest in the market as you build your portfolio, discover new stocks, track your favorite companies, and get custom notifications for price movements so you never miss the right moment to invest. On top of all of this, Robinhood is giving listeners of The Angry Chicken a free stock like Apple, Ford, or Sprint to help you build your portfolio. You can sign up over at angrychicken.com. Sorry, angrychicken.robinhood.com. Go get that uh go get that free stock. Dills, I I know you were talking about how you were buying up Blizzard stock recently. I'm assuming you're using your yeah. Robinhood app.
1: I did, yep. Yeah. And I actually was talking to a buddy who's a day trader, and he was like, Oh yeah, this is I love the fact that these kind of things exist now. Uh that's like what he does. It's just he like lost a job and then just started day trading. And he was like, Oh yeah, I use stuff like Robinhood all the time. And I was like, Oh, they sponsor my show, man. You should go <laughs> get yourself a free stock oh that's
0: great i love when that happens so go check it out get your free stock at angrychicken.robinhood.com we thank them for their support now let's talk about the hall of fame rotations because that's 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 you know the first thing that pops into my mind when i think of the standard rotation i'm like what's going away besides three expansions that are obvious and we know is happening Uh, and it turns out more things than i thought (laughs) but let's let's start with the Maybe not as surprising, although some of these I would still categorize as surprising cards going into the Hall of Fame. Uh, this means they are heading to wild. First up is Druids uh, are that you're not going to have Naturalize in Standard uh, come Year of the Dragon. Warlocks are losing Doomguard and Paladins losing Divine Favor.
1: Yeah, this is this is uh these all make sense to me. They're all cards that I think are tough to design around. Um obviously well, things like naturalize just make Togwaggle a viable thing. Uh something like Doomguard makes cube a viable thing, and Divine Favor makes Insane Agro Palette Index a viable thing. So you know it's like gonna be hard forever and ever to print cool togwaggly style cards or cool cube ca- kind of cards, knowing that there's classes out there that will be able to abuse these because of the existing cards they have that are gonna be here forever, right? Mm-hmm. So well, yeah. and I think like, in the you,
2: you mentioned aggro with Paladin, and it does feel like that archetype has been so powerful and enabled in Paladin for so long because they're the only class that has one cheap card that mm-hmm. basically lets them refill their hand again. you know yeah,
1: decks of- are not supposed to draw seven cards, right? Yeah,
2: exactly. Yeah. Lots and lots of classes have card draw, but no one has anything quite as efficient as Divine Favor. And yes, sometimes it's dead, but more often than not, you're getting like five, six, seven cards after mm-hmm. totally emptying out your hand. And it just makes aggressive decks and paladin way too powerful and uh, like you said hard to design around this specific card so as much as I was kind of like oh like that wasn't even really on my radar I can see how that was restricting the class a lot into this like just always having an aggressive variant that was viable
0: mm-hmm. yeah I mean we, we essentially got what we this call over in Heroes of the Storm uh, de- uh notes dev notes I mean that's what they or dev comments that's what they actually just write them ass in uh, whenever there's a balance update over on that game we got dev comments for all three of these changes and they were all pretty much in line with hey this doesn't really work Towards what we want the identity of the class to be, we want druids to kind of have a weakness in their hard removal, and naturalize doesn't help them with that. We want warlock to be around building a board and having these minion fights, and having a really powerful charge minion doesn't help with that. And then, as I said with Paladin, we're like we're happy with how aggressive they are; they just shouldn't have the best card draw in the game. Mm -hmm.
1: Yeah, it's it's to me it's one of those things that just aggressive decks in the history of card games. One of like that's the, the drawback is. Uh, they run out of resources, and it's towing that line, right? It's how do you get the most out of every resource and maximize the damage you deal with each with each card, and then it's like well, yeah, paladins just literally throw all their from. cards away <laughs> because they just get a whole new grip of them. Yeah, so, yeah,
0: you're yeah. watching. You're yeah. walking the razor's edge, or I guess the yeah. ashbringer's edge in this case. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah, it's it's like it's you know it's interesting because odd paladin. I always felt like you know there's a lot of them that ran the divine favor, and I always feel like it was. It was kind of weird because Odd Paladin played a lot more often like a value deck where they just pushed that button a lot and mm-hmm. didn't dump their hand, right? And I was always like, this card seems bizarre, man. But then you play like the the wild, uh molten giant pirate aggro paladin and oh my God, Divine Favor was just disgusting in that deck. So that's still going to be... Co-
2: I was going to say it'll continue yeah. to be disgusting because If it's you just,
1: like it's to do wild. disgusting stuff. But that, you know, wild again, it's like... I'm doing the grossest aggro things I could do. And the other guy's like, yeah, but I'm like big priest and I just make four, nine or four, eight taunts that life steal and kill your guys. So it's fine.
0: And I go, I still have Reno. Enjoy two lives.
1: Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Yep. But yeah, no, these are all, I I think these are all good. They're going to make, they're going to make for more interesting cards for these types of archetypes going forward. And that's, that's good. And I, for one, the the one I'm most excited about is freaking Doomguard, man. Like, it's just that was such a disgusting card for so long everybody always looked at that discard two cards and i was just like that is not a big drawback man five mana five seven with charge holy crap especially and then you back class throw cards like a uh, you know weapon that just pops them out of your hand for free every freaking turn and it's like <laughs>
0: well
2: that's the thing right <laughs> it's stupid. all the the like res effects or the cheating it out whether it's cheating it out of your deck or your hand it's like it was too powerful a card without that discard too like it's supposed to cost you mana and it's supposed to get rid of Resources, and that's why it's so powerful. But in the current iteration of Hearthstone, no one ever plays it from hand. (laughs) So, yeah, it
1: always felt fair when it was Zoo playing it, right? And then all of a sudden, this Q block thing happens. Even then, even with Zoo, because of the way it
0: played, you would empty your hand and then you would be using your hero power to draw through your deck. And more often than not, you were only discarding one, if not any, cards at all when you played your Doom Guard. It's just that, oh my god, you also
2: get those paying your mana costs. Like, oh
1: dear god, you you have to pay five five, mana. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, but you'd a- also get with Zoo, you'd get like the double Doomguard hands and the weird stuff, you know what I mean? Or you'd discard your Leroy. It was a where, chance like, more, it, was, for sure. it felt yeah. fair. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then in Cube Lock, it felt so unfair. <laughs> it was just yeah. like, okay. And then, of course, Blood Reaver Guldan just bringing them back and then the like, yeah. cards again. And yeah, it's just the whole thing was like, you can't make these cool demon cards if you have this, right? Yeah. Uh, it's kind of unfortunate that they did this after Cube was in the meta for so long because that's the kind of card that's so cool and then got so abused because of this one so you know i want to see more cards like cube i like cube i think it's a cool card it makes really interesting dynamic deck building options for you like figuring out how to utilize it but yeah you don't want to give them these kind of tools as well
0: yeah. Yeah. Were there any um before we get into the, the the surprise, were there any omissions like cards that didn't go into the Hall of Fame you were surprised to see not in this list?
1: I mean I think- it's yeah, I'd still like to see Malagos probably or Same. I think a lot of people like that Mind Blast, uh Acolyte of Pain, Gadgetzan, and Auctioneer. Yeah.
2: Yeah, auctioneer is one that I think is kind of always on the radar and the one that's kind of been on my radar a little bit is just Stone Tusk Four. And I think that that kind of speaks to just the problem with charge cards in general. Like they're just so powerful. But with the Angoro quest for Rogue rotating, I don't necessarily think it's as big of a problem. But at the same time, it's a one mana charge minion. Like that's gotta restrict design space, right? Mm-hmm. So. I, I feel like That's, that was one topsy-turvy
1: other... priest was in the last tournament. To- and... Well, yeah,
2: exactly. Yeah. yeah. Topsy-turvy priest is another one that definitely takes advantage of that. So I, I just feel like <laughs> charge in general is, is a potentially problematic mechanic again, with the way that the game works now versus when it first came out. So I don't think we're going to see any more charge minions, but I think that they should maybe look at just the neutral classic charge cards that they have. And stone Toss is one of them. So I'm a little bit surprised, but maybe they're just kind of waiting to see how this year shakes out. And if it keeps being a problem, yeah. maybe they'll rotate it early. Who knows?
1: Yeah. I'm okay with charge existing in the way that it does on things like King Crush and Leroy and stuff, but you're right. Like a really cheap charge, minion can always cause problems because you know, in magic, like a card having haste or whatever is fine because, uh,
0: you, you can, can block. block it.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But in the Hearthstone, you don't have that option. So yeah. uh, it always is going to be on the verge of creating problematic stuff. So yeah,
0: I'm with it. Yep. Yeah, I uh, I agree. I'd like to see, I'd like to see Stone Tusk board just nerfed. Just make it a...
2: Make it rush instead. Yeah, right. <laughs> make it a
0: one it. zero. Just dies when it hits the board. <laughs> 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 yeah, I'd like the to thing see it is, though, it does rush. get
1: awkward with uh, with Rexar too, right? So... Yeah. That it's a beast.
0: Yeah. So, yeah. yeah like, that, 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 that too. And, and you should keep wild in mind, I think, with mm-hmm. with these changes. Speaking of keeping wild in mind, the big surprise is that Gen and Baku are going to the Hall of Fame a year early and taking with them yeah. all of the odd and even specific cards. All, well,
1: all four of them. Four of them, yeah. <laughs> By the way, though, if you're, okay, so there's a, I got into this stupid debate with some guy on Reddit, but the way it works, <laughs> if you want these cards in golden, this would be the time to craft them in golden. If you, if you plan on playing them in wild, um, the, the guy was arguing with me. We were arguing the different things at each other. It was so funny. He's like, so, he's like, no, you're not up dust. I'm like, that's not what I'm arguing. I'm arguing you're up a gold card. Uh, and <laughs> yeah, if you want a gold
0: guard, you get the dust back. So, like, this yeah. is the best. But if
1: you stand pat, technically, you'll be up dust, right? Because it, whatever you know, just if you don't have them, you might as well craft them in non golden or whatever if you want. But if you already have them in non golden, then you just want them in golden. This is this would be the time to do it. Uh, so I've been going through playing a lot of arena trying to grind up some dust because like all these other ones are freaking epics. Yeah. Uh, I already got the golden Gen and Baku, but the other ones are all epic so uh got to work on that a little bit but yeah, i yeah,
0: i don't care as much about Gloomstag and glitter moth but i want merc eel and black cat
1: because those are gonna show up in wild at some point those are good yeah those are good, yeah. just good cards but i'm just doing because i just like golden cards so same you know, yeah, just understand just, everybody if you have them in non-golden but you want them in golden craft them in golden and then disenchant the non-golden ones because you don't get dust back for all four of them you get dust back for just the two golden ones at that point Yes,
0: I I mean, yeah. I don't. No one. uh, I don't. don't, I'm surprised anyone would make an argument that anyone was even arguing that you would be up dust because you wouldn't be. That's not the point. This is just this. I use this as my own justification for spending more money in Hearthstone to get even more dust, so that I can make make a bunch of gold stuff. So at the beginning of a new standard year, I'm just like, oh, look at all the dust I'm sitting on! Yay! (laughs) Even if I had to spend, you know, I don't know. God knows how much money I spent. Like the the
1: point is, is that if you like, let's say you own. It's just because it's been like two years since they've explained this. Like, if you own regular Baku, and then you craft the golden one for thirty-two hundred, and then you disenchant your regular one, you get the four hundred dust back, and then you'll also get the thirty-two hundred back. But if you don't do any of that, you'll just get the four hundred. So it's like they're the same. It's the same. You, yeah. You, you. There's a lot of people talking about how you'll be up dust. No, it's the same either way. So
0: right, right, exactly.
1: You will
2: That's get. You get- you get the 1600 if you have the Right. Sorry, sorry,
0: yeah.
1: No, yeah, okay. Yeah, you get I was like,
2: "Well, wait. What?
1: Yes. You get so the full you'll, dust you'll amount. Up a golden card the yeah. other way. Excuse me. Right. Sorry." Yeah, you get the full, full dust why amount. This guy like it got it we got so convoluted because we we're arguing two different things.
0: Yep. So the, <laughs> so to, as a reminder, you will get yeah. the full dust amount credited to your Hearthstone account for the maximum amount of these cards you could have in a deck and also the highest quality version of the card that you have. So if you have a golden version, you'll get the golden amount. Uh, but you, th- this doesn't mean you should stack like two of the regular, two of the gold. You will yeah. only get the maximum gold for the two golden because that is worth more than the two regular versions of if, the card. If
1: dust is your main concern and you have the in regular, just keep it in regular because, like Jocelyn said, yeah, you get 1600. Yep.
0: But if you're already sitting on a butt ton of dust, there's no reason not to make gold yeah. versions of these because you will get that dust back.
1: Like, for me, I want the, col- the gold cards. I don't, yeah. you know what I mean? So Yeah,
0: this is why I have a golden Ragnaros and a golden Sylvanas, and it's two of my favorite yeah, cards exactly. in the game, yeah. and I get to still play them a while. Uh, it's great. And But if you're, like,
1: a free-to-play player, then just, yeah, just stay in pat. If you just want the dust, that's the way to go. Yeah.
2: And we should also remind everybody, don't actually disenchant these cards. You'll never have to disenchant these cards. This yes. is automatic free dust.
1: Yeah, just for having them in your just collection. Just for
2: having them in your collection exactly. You don't have to disenchant anything.
0: In fact, don't disenchant because then you won't yeah. get the dust.
2: Exactly.
1: So just hold oh on god, to that. I hope there's people like cuz it's, it's so so weird how complex this has gotten in so many of these reddit conversations. Yeah. And yep. I'm just like, "Oh god, I hope there's not people out there disenchanting these cards thinking that they're going to get the full dust right now."
0: Yep. Yep, just just keep them. Just keep the cards. Just keep the cards. Yeah. Unless for some reason you have a golden and a normal, then get rid of the normals, keep the golden. You'll get a bunch of dust. There you go. It's done. (laughs) It's done. Uh, But uh, all three of us were talking, you know, when this news broke last week about, oh, man, uh, kind of a surprising precedent to see such big name cards move to the Hall of Fame so early. And uh, I know you, Dales, I'm just going to call you out here and throw to you as well. I know you are not the happiest person in the world that these are just going to wild and not being changed.
1: I'm not, so I'm not, like, mad, right? I'm just, I like, this is acceptable to me because I do think that in wild, uh, there's more ability to kind of counter how strong these cards are with other options, right? Uh, like I was saying, the you know, in standard right now, there's, like, no reason to play a paladin that's not odd or even paladin, right? That's just all you really see. But in wild... There is definitely reasons to play odd and even right like all the cards because of the the amount of the power levels of the cards that I can play overrides what the power level of Ginn and Baku bring right so right. that's fine to me and I'm like okay this is acceptable however they are going to always enable things like even shaman and stuff to be super powerful there and so my preferred option would have been for them to actually nerf the cards or do something to change how they worked uh that way they don't just forever exist in wild and forever affect it and do weird things there i don't i don't actually think that it's impossible that at some point in the future they will revisit this and change it it's just maybe they just weren't ready they didn't know exactly what was the right option as far as actual card changes were so they said we got to do something now because it's definitely overpowered and standard so this is this is okay It's just not how I would have preferred it go down, right? Like, I would have loved to have seen it change, but I'm totally okay with it. Like, you know, it's better that they did something than absolutely nothing, right?
2: I was gonna say, and this is, uh, I think, the reason why this news is so surprising, but I think so positive for the game, is it's essentially the devs, like, admitting a mistake. They're like, this is not working the way we wanted, they're too powerful, you know, whatever, we're just gonna rotate them early, we're gonna Hall of Fame them. Like, that's Huge For them to rotate cards like this a year ahead of time, that's a really big admission from them that they know that these cards are too powerful. They're not working. They didn't, you know, they're restricting design space, all the other reasons that you put things in the Hall of Fame. So I think that that's a really big step forward for the team. And I'm really glad they did it. But like Dills, I mean, I really wish that they'd actually just made, I wish they'd found the solution and made a change to the cards. Because I I do worry about, you know, the health of Wild as well, even though I don't play it as much as standard.
0: Yeah, it's it's more or less where my, my head is at as well, is that you know, changes can still come down the line, although I don't know how you would change these cards, and I haven't heard a good suggestion yet as to how you would change Baku and Gem without just getting rid of them.
2: Yeah, making <laughs> them unplayable, basically. Yeah.
1: Yeah, yeah. Or, yeah, I've heard some I've heard a lot of interesting uh ideas, you know, things like have them work like quests where they are always in your opening hand. So it's actually like you don't get the effect unless you keep them in your opening hand. So it's actually a, uh, you know, a, a negative because I think right now the way that it works is you just you just hope you never draw them and then there's no real downside to it, right? Yeah. Um. So, but if you forced the player a la the quest, which I think was one of the reasons why the quest never really panned out was because you had to hold on to it. Then you had to spend one mana to play it. These cards, they're the downside is only like they're like patches, right? Uh, so I was playing, um, an odd rogue and wild for a while and I had patches in it. And sometimes I would drew, drew patches and I drew Baku and I was like, I drew both my patches, you know, and like that's, you know, but that doesn't happen often enough for it to really be a drawback. So there's a couple of interesting things you could do. Uh, other things too is obviously just, uh, make them even crappier stated than they are so when you do draw them it is actually that terrible because a nine mana seven eight yeah it's bad but there's a lot of times like if you're playing odd warrior I got time to play a nine mana seven eight like I don't it's not like I'm about to die right now it's a
2: threat that has to be dealt with right yeah and a six
1: mana six five and even even paladin a lot of times you're just like yeah okay I have nothing else to do with my turn but guess what I can play a one one and a six five on seven and that's not that bad so yeah it's like there's not enough downside
2: yeah, I think the other thing for me, at least, is I almost wish that they had come with their own set of balanced hero powers instead of tying them into the um,
1: just a car hero powers. Hero yeah,
2: powers. Yeah. Like if they just, yeah, if just car, you had to pay
1: six mana for a terrible card. Right. Yeah.
2: Yeah. And then you upgraded your hero power from then on. But yeah, this like hero powers being available to you from the very start of the game is always going to be problematic. So you can't just kind of fall back and rely on stuff that was supposed to come into play on turn five or six, you know, like halfway through a normal length Hearthstone match, Odd Warrior notwithstanding. So I kind of feel like if they just said, OK, well, if you build an odd deck or you build an even deck, here's your new Baku hero power. And it does blank regardless of your class. Here's your new Gen hero power. It summons uh, rushing wargans or something you know what i mean like it make it just do something different and still be hero powers still from the start of the game sure because i i agree with the dev team when they say they didn't want it to be a play effect like keliseth that was you know if you got it you win if you don't you lose you know i i don't i like the idea of it just being available for building your deck a certain way Mm -hmm. i just think that the upgraded hero powers were just too much too powerful so they should yeah, they could have gone with they should have made a new pool of hero
1: powers yeah completely different hero powers have nothing to do with the original one right exactly yeah yeah,
0: yeah. i have, like, like DK. yeah exactly that, that's so. the suggestion i like the most yeah um, uh, on the subject of things like Malagos not getting sent to the Hall of Fame, Mike Denae did an interview with Shaq News, and this was actually brought up. Uh, in terms of Malagos, Denae said that we talked about cards like Malagos, which we talk about every year. We decided not to go with Malagos again because all of the decks that he creates, an important thing in card games is they have different types of decks. Not every type of deck should be medium sized minions fighting. There needs to be small minions, big minions, and there needs to be some Malagos decks and other tricky decks that have different games plans that's what makes card games interesting and i don't think this is a particularly interesting reply (laughs) this this just sounds Mm. like well why why malagos like everything you just described was uh not one card specific but you throw malagos in with larger wider reaching archetypes
1: i just to me I, i disagree with this statement because you can make new ways to do Malagosy type things, right? But when you have these cards existing, because in the standard or in the basic classic set, there are some cards that are just kind of always going to, like, you know, and I understand they want these cards to kind of always exist to help players who don't have massive collections or can't spend a lot of money every single expansion to be able to play. But there's weird cards like Faceless Manipulator, Alexstraza, Malagos, um, a lot of these types of things, mind control tech that they do something very specific and they'll always kind of be the way to do that. Right. Uh, acolyte of pain. And if you keep them forever and you never rotate things in and out like that, they will just like seven, eight years from now, we're still going to be playing Malagos decks. And I'm just like, that's to me, that feels a little stale. And I do understand in, you know, in games like magic, you know, people have been, uh, Freaking, whatchamacallit lightning bolting people forever, you know, <laughs> that's fine. <laughs> but that's a lot more of a basic type of card, right? It just this amount of mana deals this amount of damage. Yeah, the,
0: the, that type of deck isn't called the lightning bolt deck. Like, yeah, Mal- sure. deck. and And even yeah. the, like, I'm, I'm not disagreeing with you, but I do want, I feel like it needs to be pointed out like, like things like Acolyte, things like Mind Control Tech, the decks aren't built around that card. Decks are 100% built around Malagos. The, yeah, the, yeah. It Malagos precedes is the, the name of yeah. the deck. Yeah.
1: Yeah. yeah. Every time you print a card like Cobalt Illusionist, or xeric's cloning gallery or whatever you know whatever way to cheat a minion out everyone's always going to start with Maligos, right because if i could do that with some cheap spells i can kill you mm-hmm. and uh it'd just be cool like they could print other dragons with five spell damage or things with three spell damage or things with four or ten or whatever but it's just like there's just always going to be this nine mana thing that does five spell damage how many how many can i get on the board? Uh, and that's just never going to stop as long as it's here. So I'm just like, I don't hate Maligos I just don't want the game, you know, in 20 years to still be Malagos mind blast things. Right. So yeah. it's
2: OK. They'll rotate them after year of the dragon.
1: Hmm. They okay.
2: let him have his one last
0: year in standard. Yeah, last do you think that's really yeah. it? And 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 <laughs> they just do want to admit. Like, come on, guys, it's year of the Earth dragon. I, w- I would have been way more on board with that answer, by the way.
1: <laughs> yeah, I know that's he should, totally should have said that. Like, we're not rotating dragons out right now. Are you serious?
2: <laughs> well, I mean, yeah. If this is supposed to be year of the dragon, then it makes sense to me. Bring that on they'd the dragons. It. They'd want to keep either keep the dragons like in standard, but also design cards around dragons and not have to uh, i this is probably the wrong word but like waste space in an expansion reprinting something like malagos you know like another big balmy dragon they already have big balmy dragons so just you know the this way they can design cards around dragons for the year of the dragon and then rotate something that's stale and problematic like malagos and alexstraza at the end of the year
0: yeah i mean before we knew Genembaku were going away and we were tossing around with ways they could they could do it and we we mentioned the idea of just put them in the hall of fame early uh i think it was last week or the week before i, I brought up that the the only counterpoint i can think of is they've probably been thinking about those card that those cards existence as they develop the next set of cards so i you know there's also that with malagos which i wonder if that was going on in the background that well we were pretty sure malagos was going to stick around so we some cool stuff that's going to work with malagos and they kind of goes in with what you were talking about, Joss. It's like, well, no, it that works. True. That's
1: so why? It's a weird wrench in the design process, right? To yeah. then have the balance team come and go, hey, we're going to Hall of Fame, and Baku, and everybody's like, uh, we put some odd even cards in the next <laughs> set. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> yeah well i
2: mean the whole set is made of odd even cards right sure oh my god
0: <laughs> mind blown <laughs> uh, maybe they were I'm, I'm telling you maybe they were all like weird half mana amounts uh, yeah two and a half up mana. until the that's last the minute now they switched it they're like hey guys can we get rid of those 0.5s on all these mana costs they're like well, we can now but that's, no, that's that's
1: the new uh that's the new feature is yeah. half manas you <laughs> can spend. don't actually believe
0: what i'm saying i just find it amusing
1: yeah. Overall, overall, I'm I'm harming
0: Malagos a little bit just because I was pretty sure he was going to go away, and I'm just surprised that he's he's still around. But um, it it's not the most passionate of beliefs it, it, as far as things I want for Hearthstone. You know, another year of Malagos that's fine. I'm so happy that in standard I don't have to deal with another year of Gen and Baku because I was really dreading that. Yeah. Yeah.
1: No. It was. Uh, we'd had enough. Yep. And this is this is a nice precedent to set, by the way. That if cards are problematic and standard it's possible that they'll get hall of Fame.
0: right it's, it's what i it's i think it's what we've all we always ask for this we always yeah. say just do things because you feel they are right <laughs> don't just mm-hmm. stay to some predetermined belief system because you announced it one time mm-hmm. yeah just, just like why
1: won't you do it do. because that's not what we do well why because we don't because we had a blog uh, okay. post three years
0: ago announcing how standard rotations work in the hall of fame and it only happens this one time a year like I'm glad, I'm really glad about this. You know, overall, you know, yes, or con- little concern for wild. Yes, some of us may be a little more <laughs> sick of getting burnt down by Malagos decks. But overall, I think this is incredible, and I'm really happy with these uh, these yeah. announcements.
1: To be honest, I'm more I'm more annoyed just that Barnes still in wild. So this <laughs> is like, like when I see somebody be odd or even, I'm just like, yeah, okay. Hey, at me. least
0: you're not playing Barnes, man. At least you're not playing Barnes. Mm-hmm. I think maybe unless you're doing getting weird with priest,
1: even Barnes. Uh, yeah, no, let's not do that. <laughs> we should try and build that for collective meta. That'd be fun.
0: Anyways, uh, let's take another break real fast to, sp- uh, to to thank our other sponsor today, which is Harry's. They're back to help you manscape or ladyscape. Is that a thing? I don't know. Is now. It is now. <laughs> thank you, Jocelyn. <laughs> Escape whatever you like. <laughs> Escape whatever you. Yes, exactly. Exactly. Except maybe your cat. I don't think they would appreciate that no oh, catscaping no Got catscaping it. no no uh, but you should uh, check them out and specifically you should check out harrys.com slash tac because you can redeem a trial set uh, which is a $13 value it comes with everything you need for a close comfortable shave you get a weighted ergonomic handle you get a five blade razor with a lubricating strip and a trimmer blade don't forget about the trimmer blade i did for a while and it's amazing And lets me get in hard to reach places and get real accurate. I love it. Uh, You also get a rich lathering shave gel and travel blade cover. Again, you can redeem that trial by going to harrys.com slash TAC. We've all used the Harry's razors here. We're all big fans. We're all converted. I have been a living infomercial anytime the subject of shaving comes up Mm -hmm. at family gatherings. And I'm like, you know what I use? I I use Harry's, and then at this point, everyone's like, "Yes, you're a podcaster. I get it. You have sponsored." I'm like, "No, no, no, no! no. I have actually spent my own money to keep the blades coming."
1: Uh, oh, they, I stopped listening to podcasts that advertise other razor companies.
2: That, that's that's <laughs> a harsh you're taking a stand. That's, that's a hard. Oh, yeah. I
0: don't. I don't. I'm not sure that I can condone that. But sure, sure. You know, if that's what if that's how you live your a, life.
1: I had a I had a bounty to advertise another company on Twitch, and I was like. No, I wouldn't take this at all, ever. (laughs) Get it out of my face. (laughs) Harry's all day.
0: Yeah, yeah. we're big fans of Converted Me from an Electric Razor. You should check him out. Get that trial set, harrys.com slash TAC. We thank them for their support. We thank you for redeeming that trial set. Now, there's even more... To the announcements from this uh, mm-hmm. from this past week, uh, arena changes have been announced. There will be a constantly rotating arena draft pool. The rotations are going to occur twice every expansion. And with this first rotation, they have said that the arena draft pool is going to contain basic, classic, Curse of Naxxramas, Whispers of the Old Gods, Mean Streets of Gadgetzan, The Witchwood, and the first expansion of this year. I am... Cool.
1: So excited for this change. So, yeah, if they, I mean, this means if there's always five um, expansions or whatever, the other kind of cool thing is you're not going to have smaller and larger card pools, right? You're always going to kind of have a similar number of cards within the rotation or whatever. So it's going to, I think it's actually going to make things... Things are going to change a lot, but things will kind of be more consistent because there's going to be uh, this amount of cards showing up. And it's just going to make Arena a lot more fun for people who don't currently play a lot of Arena, I think. Let's say you get a little sick of the current meta. Well, head on over to Arena because it's a, some completely crazy new thing over there. Mm-hmm. And the- uh, I, for one, am just this is amazing. This is the best.
0: Yeah, th- th- this is this is the most I felt like maybe maybe I want to f- swap to being an arena main or at least try it for a little while because this seems like it would be fresher more often. I mean, it's going mm-hmm. to be right.
1: Yes, if well, nothing yeah, it's else,
2: it's change every two months, right?
1: Yeah, yeah. It's also going to help that that mid expansion like slowdown where everyone gets a little bit tired of seeing the same stuff all the time because all, all of a sudden, two months in, fresh arena sets and. So it's like it's just another way to break that up so that monotony doesn't kind of creep in the way it does right now.
0: Yeah. Do you think it's gonna affect uh like arena resources in any way? Like I don't I don't even know what resources you use if you use any bills.
1: Oh yeah. Uh Edwakta was not happy about this, honestly. And I don't know if it's because he's is he ever happy about anything? spreading the amount of work he's gonna have to do. Murphs <laughs> was more cautiously optimistic. Uh but one of the reasons Edwakta was not happy was just that the specific sets that they cited here he believes are not the healthiest sets that arena has ever had. He's also said that he's very happy with how arena works right now, because it's actually in a really good spot and a lot of people are pretty happy. So then to suddenly just throw a wrench in the works when things are going pretty well for a lot of people was, I think a little frustrating. Um, if you're an arena if specialist, only
2: this was a new format. Like,
1: a new yeah, if it was just its own thing,
2: game. yeah.
1: you could do standard arena or you could do, you know,
2: whatever they call this arena.
1: Yeah. Cube arena. Like Rotten whatever you want to call it. But yeah, no, that'd be sweet. Um, they could have separate leaderboards and stuff and people could just, you know, decide what they want to do. But the other, the other concern he has, which I think is a valid concern is that when a new expansion comes out, you know, now, now they use the bucketing system and mm-hmm. they've worked that out and they've gotten, they've gotten it pretty good. Um, but generally at the very beginning, it's always off. Right. Like they have cards in the wrong buckets and cards that are way too powerful being offered too often and cards that are too weak being offered not enough and all this kind of stuff. Right. Where it's just not the equilibrium is not right, you know, mm-hmm. and the classes get way out of whack and then things get better as they adjust they make all their micro adjustments and whatnot. Um, but that takes a little time. So there's just going to be a lot more volatility more often. Right. Because obviously, it you know. Every two months, they suddenly have to start rebucketing everything. But if they feel confident that they've got that system down, and they can do these changes quick enough that the volatility doesn't last very long, I I believe this is positive overall. Uh, but I think Jocelyn's right. Like a, a third, a new button or click arena, and then decide
2: yeah from there which you one
1: wanna you want to do. I think would be cool. Also, I wouldn't mind just seeing like completely wild arena, all of the cards and all that kind of stuff. I think yeah more options is better.
2: It's also going to be interesting for, you know, bucketing and stuff, because I feel like the pairings of expansions that they do, because they're not even going by, you know, like a standard year or anything like that. So the pairings of expansions that they choose to do, like cards are going to perform better depending on what other expansions they're paired with. So it's not even like you can say this card is always in the second bucket. It's like, well, when it's paired with these expansions, it might be in bucket two, and then it, you know, paired with these expansions, it's sure. in bucket four. Like, it's going to really depend, you know, what the other cards are up against. So I can see this being really difficult for content creators and and things, you know, going forward. And and yeah, like,
1: the very people who create the tier like lists. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, the tier lists and stuff are going to be really really hard, and they're going to have to be looked at every two months and they're constantly going to be changing. So you can't even necessarily I mean, unless they have a set of, you know, however many, like six different pairings and they just rotate through those six pairings. I I don't know how exactly this is going to work. Like, is this just oh, no, mean streets wasn't the first expansion of the year. So, yeah, I don't even know. Yeah,
1: it's just like a completely kind of randomized. Yeah. Like,
2: is it just going to be random or what? Yeah. Yeah.
1: But like, okay, yeah. So take this example here Uh, in Naxxramis, you've got mad scientists, right? So now, to determine how powerful Mad Scientist is, I'm gonna have to look at Whispers, Mean Streets, Witchwood, and whatever new expansion comes out, and look at what secrets are available to me in those. Yeah. Are those good, or am I missing like really good secrets? And does that mean Mad Scientist kind of sucks? Is
2: actually crappy. Yeah. 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 Well, even though that's even just such a damn powerful card, it, it still it,
1: won't yeah. be crappy. Let's be real. Yeah. I mean, it's yeah. There, yeah, because basic and classic secret, are but,
2: basic and classic are still there, right? So.
1: Yeah, yeah. So you always have those, but I mean, you know, yeah, you're right. Like power levels of cards is gonna. Fluctuate wildly each time you pair them with a specific Different set of of, yeah. of other cards. So, yep. Good luck in Dwax and Murph's. <laughs> I do not want to do what you do. I mean, it's but job security if nothing
0: else, but it is also a lot more work.
1: This this does mean though. Yeah, I think we'll have a lot more. Uh, at least for our show, we'll have a lot more times where we can do arena focused content mm-hmm. here because it is going to be more interesting for you guys. I think you know, and I know that. Arena is something that's hard for you guys to, to really care about because it's like, well, I'm still just using the same set of cards in a way that I don't really prefer. So now yeah. it's just like, yeah. it's a whole new set of cards.
0: I've really been feeling the draw, and I blame Auto Chess. It's been giving me give, scratching that limited section of my brain, and every time I get in Hearthstone, I'm like, I, I, I kind of want to play limited, but I, I've just been my my practice at Arena is so poor. Like, it's, I'm so out of date. Uh, That I haven't done it, but, but this, yeah,
1: I actually just got back into it for the dust reasons. And at first it was, it felt like really difficult, but then I got 12 and 11 back to back. So it was like, okay, no, I can get there. I just have to wrap my head around what's going on right now, you know? And that does take some time. So it's, it's, yeah, it's one of those things like you get frustrated really quickly and then you just give up, right? Yeah. But if you push through that initial part, there is light at the end of the tunnel and this this is is gonna make things all crazy so there's even
2: more reason to play now too right because your arena arena wins count towards your 500 wins for your golden heroes
1: yeah that's true what yeah this is
0: this is great and uh how did it take this long Is my (laughs) that's the closest thing to a counterpoint i have is
1: you
2: can't think about that you can't think of it that way otherwise you're just never going to be happy
1: yeah, no, I mean, yeah, why did it take this long? But that's not a reason to not do it now, right? So yeah. oh, I'm totally glad, just yeah. glad it happened. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, so congratulations, arena players, exclusive arena players. You will finally eventually have your golden heroes.
0: <laughs>
2: I was just saying, I wonder if this will be like retroactive.
1: No, no. they already no. said it's not. Yeah. Oh, a, uh, they didn't, the, when they added them in uh, in the first place, they didn't do it retroactively yeah. either.
0: Mm hmm. Unfortunate, but uh, anyways, moving on. Solo player experience is getting a pretty major overhaul. And like Hearthstone Esports, it's still a little murky as to what this is going to look like. Uh, But according to the announcement, they have received overwhelmingly positive feedback on their dungeon run style missions. Boy, we are in the minority.
1: (laughs) I mean, they're not bad. They're just not. Like, I, they're stale at this point, right? The first time they gave it to us, I think we all were like, this is cool. And okay, then... Yeah. And then I was done after the first time. And then time. the third time they gave us basically the same thing. We were yeah. like, this is not as cool anymore.
0: Yeah, so now it sounds like we're getting that all year. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but, well,
2: but well, plus. Kind it's of. like yeah.
1: ramped up, yeah. yeah. They,
2: they said that they basically took, like, cherry-picked some of the best pieces from... Dungeon Run, Monster Hunt, and Puzzles. Mm-hmm. So, because they mentioned Puzzles...
1: I threw that I in just think, for you, Joss.
2: I think they did, because, like, <laughs> the rest of their single-player content sucks, but Puzzles... Was <laughs> puzzles was awesome! So, I, I'm I'm cautiously optimistic for this, but, I mean, we have to have the conversation around the cost of Hearthstone, because I mean, like, now we've got three expansions every year, and on top of that, twenty dollars per expansion to get all five chapters each time. So you know we're looking at another sixty bucks if you want to play single player content, man, they're really ramping up.
0: It is worth mentioning though that there's also fifteen card packs and a golden classic pack behind that
1: payment. and a golden legendary
2: that's very, very true, but yeah. that oh, so
1: is that worth twenty bucks to you? yeah. I mean, if you, yeah, no, but I mean, it's, you know, again, it's optional. If you don't want to buy it, don't buy it. I, To me personally, I'm not mad when like the store puts a new product in if I don't want it. Like, I'm just like, yeah, I don't, I don't, I just won't buy it. But this I will buy. This sounds freaking cool to me. Uh And I, I will say this. When I get a quest to do three monster hunt bosses or three wins or whatever in monster hunt. And then I go play. You can it.
2: re-roll it now! Yay! I knew well, that's that. No, no. What, the, the, what they're
1: talking about isn't. You can <laughs> re-roll those. What they're talking about <laughs> is the ones that you get when it first comes out, right? Yeah. The, they force you to do those. But no, when I get the one to do three monster hunt or three dungeon run bosses or whatever, and then I go in there just to do that because those give you a pack. I do have fun because there is a reward, and I'm not just doing it just to do it. So, and then I generally just do three, and then I bail. Like I don't like finish a run after I start it, right? but i'll go in and i'll do those quests and and i'm having fun because i know there's a reward so to me like this will be like okay well i'm earning stuff each time i i complete this to me that just adds that little incentive that was missing to me the first time around with all this solo content where i just i
2: agree just, like the one card back was not enough incentive for sure yeah. i did miss the well what i enjoyed was going through playing adventures and getting cards at the end of each like challenge you know mm-hmm. um so i think this just is, feels
1: nice right yeah and, you get done and you're done like hey here's stuff <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that's
2: all and i want so i am glad that we're getting stuff if you choose to play the the single players experience i guess i just um i liked that it was legendary cards and that they were like fixed rewards card packs are just you know like my 20 bucks might be good my 20 bucks might be bad. <laughs>
1: That's true. It is. It does create some There's some volatility some to it. There. Yeah. But yeah. But I don't know. Like the, the fact that one of the packs is always like golden classic pack. That's just sweet to me. Like, I don't know. Like, I look at this and I go 20 bucks for 15 plus this golden pack plus the legendary. I'm like, yeah, if that was just 20 bucks to just buy that, and then I didn't also just get playable it. content. I'd just probably do that, you know what I mean? Oh, so. yeah. there's, the I gold, mean it,
2: there's the gold as well, right? So
0: This is going sure. to sound like I'm trolling, but I mean this. Can I just pay the money and not have to play through the content if it's nope. just a dungeon run? <laughs> I don't want to play a dungeon run. I'm done with them.
1: Get Katie to do it for you. <laughs> but, okay, but what if it's incredibly fun? Because they've, they've I've actually... It- it sounds okay. the
0: same. Um. It and and oh, okay, sure. I'm I'm usually the person who says if you haven't tried it yet, why are you shitting on it? And here I am. I haven't tried it yet,
1: and I'm shitting on it. No, but, uh, but it but doesn't sound the same to me because it's like to me this sounds completely different because the solo content was something that they promised and then felt like they had to deliver, but didn't actually add anything to the game. So it always kind of felt like it was just tacked on, right? And now. There's monetary return for the company to actually invest in this. You know what I mean? To me, it's uh to me, this is the way to do it, right? Make this worth their while as developers. Mm-hmm. And then you can actually spend the time to do it right. But when you just promise it one time, and you're like, damn it, now we gotta give that to them every single time. Uh fine. Do dungeon run again, but throw in shrines. Like that's kind of what it felt like right <laughs> that's this, exactly me, what uh, it felt like and, and so that's yeah. the thing
0: uh, the the description here is it's it's difficult for me to change my tune on dungeon runs because it just sounds like dungeon runs with m- bigger numbers like I don't know what any of this means because their video doesn't actually show how it works uh lot and
1: so far everybody who went and played it has had nothing but glowing reviews I'm excited I think it's gonna be fantastic I think. Card games like uh, Peter Whalen's little crappy-looking <laughs> iOS game that he made, but it's super fun to play. Which is getting
0: updates soon, by the way. He's
1: been Oh, really? About. Oh, yeah, sweet. Exactly. I haven't played it in a while because I, I kind of ran through a lot of it. And Slay the Spire and other kind of roguelike card games are so fun. And they're so playable on repeat. So if it gets that kind of feeling, because that's not what Dungeon Run gave me, right? Dungeon right. Run gave me that a little bit, and then it quickly tapered off, right? But if they do give me that actual feeling, if they do give me something that feels fully fleshed out, feels really fun, and includes rewards, oh my god, I'm excited. That's that sounds so fun to me.
0: Yeah, yeah. I, I guess I guess my concern is, and, and I think the three of us more or less shared this concern was was that w- w- dungeon runs once 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 we had done it once, it, it just felt too random. Like yes, you could you could build you could try and build a fun deck, but your your chances of actually completing the run were seemed almost entirely based on luck. Uh, and the bosses that you went up against i'm hoping that is at least somewhat addressed here nothing in the announcement points that out and i even went and dug up uh, articles that kind of run through it from people who did get to play it and then it didn't really mention that either just mentioning treasures is mentioning building your decks and it just sounds very similar to me so that's why i as someone who didn't enjoy dungeon run am not particularly hyped for this yet
1: i'm well, what I didn't like is that long. it was too easy to do the first seven bosses and then the last boss was like a crapshoot. If the yeah. if the difficulty if ramped up around five or six a little yeah. more, that would have felt more satisfying. But mm-hmm. it always felt like I did seven bosses and then I lost to the eighth boss. I was like, oh, cool. Like the seventh boss was so simple and the eighth boss was just impossible based on right. what I had. Right.
0: I it, it felt like, well, had I known the boss I was going building up towards i could have done something about it but i don't yeah. so i don't know i hope i randomly picked the perfect cards to counter this boss yeah. yeah
1: but i mean yeah like slay the spire works in a very similar way where you're just kind of building with the strongest deck you think you can do and you try to find synergies within it and then sometimes you go up against your boss you're like oh god this is not what i'm tuned for right and it's just part of it but then you start over again and you, and that's supposed to be part of the fun it's not for everybody but mm-hmm. there are a lot yeah. of people who just go nuts for that stuff right yeah um, and I know yeah, you said you've been playing a lot of auto chess, like in a lot of ways, that kind of feels like there's a little bit of that aspect going on, right? Because you don't know exactly what everyone else is going to be doing, right? So you're kind of preparing your own thing, and predicting. well, in auto chess,
0: you know exactly what everyone else is doing because you can look at their boards, like
1: so. sure, but then do you know exactly what they're going to do the very next turn.
0: Well, no, like, you
1: know what but, they kind of but like about.
0: a magic draft when all the blue is disappearing, you're like,
1: hmm, sure, somebody's yeah. going blue. <laughs> yeah, you can make intelligent decisions, sure, based <laughs> yeah. on the information you have. Yeah, but it's yeah incomplete exactly. Information, right? Yeah, yeah. But I, I, like, I found once I did the last bosses a few times, like in say Monster Hunt, I would go, okay, I kind of, I know what they do. Now on the second boss, I can make decisions based on understanding what those last bosses do. That first well, time but even you if completely.
2: you understood like a lot of times it felt like there was like one boss that would punish spells and one boss that would punish minions and you're like well i gotta do spells or minions like <laughs> and <laughs> well, if i do yeah. half and half then i'm just you know not gonna do either thing well so
1: <laughs> yeah sometimes he'd run into that guy who like gives all his minions charge but he'd be instead of him being the second guy he's like the sixth guy and he's like almost impossible at that point yeah yeah uh,
0: raven is hanging out in our chat and he does bring up a Good point that I had not considered. So he's saying that in his opinion, he thought the biggest issue with Dungeon Run is that they didn't add to it. You know, they should have kept adding bosses, uh, un- unlocks, card buckets, etc. Yeah. Which was a critique I think all three of us brought up at one point. That it just seemed odd that they were more or less just rehashing the same idea in a different button in a different mode, but not changing. But not only, it only that, like
1: it, it felt tacked on because look, right now after cards were nerfed or changed or whatever they're like still in buckets they shouldn't be in and stuff and when you're playing it you're like so nobody just went back and cared Yeah, no it, to it, fix it's this?
2: not updated yeah it's not updated not fixed yeah but that's
1: because why would you go back and change it when there's no monetary there's no rewards reason to do and, that and,
0: right for sure <laughs> that's a yeah. good point that's a good point this certainly seems more ongoing uh, so I'll give for good uh, points for that, one other we'll thing
2: see. I did want to mention just before we move away from solo adventure content is that this solo adventure uh, kind of splash screen of everything that's going to be in the adventures is also there's like the image like right at the very back that kind of looks like the Dalaran sewers if you guys have ever been down. Ooh, it, it
0: really looks like the Dalaran sewers. Holy does, crap, you're not yeah. kidding. Is this imaging? Yes, it is. Yes,
2: it is. Yeah. <laughs>
0: Enhance. <laughs> um, yeah, so if you've ever
2: been in the sewers in Dalaran in World of Warcraft, this looks very sewer-like. So it might be that the solo adventure content is the sewers and then that kind of feeds into the idea, Garrett, that you were saying earlier with the, you know, five uh, cards for five chapters and Five, you know, underworld bosses possibly. Um, All right, Jocelyn, so- real
0: fast. Are there five sectors to Dalaran? Can we, can we, if we were to break Dalaran into five pieces, you got, you've got the sewers, you've got like the market area, you've got the two faction-specific areas, and then I guess you've got the citadel, huh? Huh? Is that it? Is that the adventure?
2: Could be, uh, but I mean, there's nothing to say that the adventure won't tie into whatever the standard cards are in the in the overall expansion, right? Because they're talking about how they want to tie everything together to tell a really big hearthstone story so to me this says like even if the adventure is like into the uh the sewers like into the sewers or something like that doesn't mean that the rest of the expansion won't be like violet hold or something
0: yeah right that's kind of my my thought is like maybe the sewers is just a
2: dollar on focused overall Mm -hmm. expansion
0: yeah, yeah, that's why I, I that's kind of what I was getting at. I was like, I'm not sure it's a dollar on sewers expansion, but I it sure as hell looks like the dollar on sewers are a chapter of this single of the solo adventure, at least.
1: Yeah, well, so yeah, because you look and you see it's uh, it's like a bunch of maps stacked on top of each other, right? So it's probably yeah. just one of the chapters. Mm-hmm.
0: Let's see, I'm counting, I'm counting four maps, not five.
1: Hmm, yeah, but there's one sticking out on the left there a little bit, that could be five. Mm. Like there's four right here, and then that one right and there might not be the, jut- yeah. jutting out on the other side. Maybe yeah. could be, yeah. possibly.
0: Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I'm going to fire up Photoshop, and we're going to draw lines. We're going to line these up. That's what we're
1: going to do. <laughs> <laughs> no, you're like Shane Dawson with uh, Chuck E. Cheese pizza right now. <laughs> <Bro. laughs> yeah, we'll figure this out, man. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> so I mean, they do give us a lot of uh, they do give us a lot of information here. They're like 75 bosses. That seems like a lot of. Like, new stuff. I, I like the idea, uh, of the boss fights that we used to have with the, the raid stuff. Uh, so if they can mix that in with the dungeon run, with the puzzles, with the whatever, and if it's all kind of this conglomeration thing, I want to be real happy with it. I'm really hopeful that that's what it is. I'm,
0: I'm, yeah, I'm just I'm hoping to be surprised because I'm I'm going yeah. to get it. I'm going to at least give them the benefit of the doubt on this first one and see how it goes. Because I'm assuming. By the that... way, no,
1: I did I did read a couple other things. It does sound like one of the issues that we had was that there's like one deck you start with for rogue and it's got like sinister strike in it. And you're like that's stupid. Oh, that's. There's, yeah. there's like three different decks you could choose, or you could do a random combination. Like, it just seems like it's a mixture of a lot of the things that, like, a lot of the problems sound like they were addressed to me.
0: Well cool. Well if 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 you if you are excited for tilts then I I'll shut up.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I'm interested to to get more information about it I think and then I will reevaluate because I am still even though there's a card back associated with it not playing the Rosticon stuff very specifically to be like no, I don't like this content. I'm voting with my play time. I will never not even for a card back. So, I'm
1: I got to well, say, though, I, I, I was pleasantly cool. surprised when the Tavern Brawl thing ca- came along because I think that might have been one of the aspects that was missing from the single-player version of it was uh, playing against other people doing it. I think that it was actually a pretty well-designed thing. Just when I was actually playing against other people, I was like, oh, now this is fun. <laughs> so, I mean, there's yeah, there's a lot you can do with this kind of stuff. It's just yeah. felt like when it's just the solo stuff and it feels tacked on. Yeah, totally. I get it.
2: So I'm I'm very much like cautiously optimistic because they did talk about or I guess um, it was a, it was another article, right? It wasn't actually the um, specific Hearthstone announcements, but they talked about Danae saying that they were cherry picking the best parts. So I'm glad that they're making it into something more than it was. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: Well, they got my money regardless. My 20 <laughs> bucks is shipped right to yeah. them for this. <laughs> I'm doing it.
2: Maybe I'll let you play it first, and then you can tell me if it's fun.
0: They have mine for 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 this one, uh, and we'll we'll go from there. That's that's kind of how I'm how I'm playing this. I, yeah, it, it's because the card packs are there. I would be, I'm so hesitant to this type of game mode um, that I would be standoffish otherwise, but. Anyways, uh, there's other stuff, kind of minor notes uh, and things to mention that uh, there's going to be free packs for grabs. If you log in between March 25th and April 2nd, you get free packs. You get one per day. So go log in. <laughs> mm-hmm.
1: And I think they rotate between expansions, right? I don't know. It says down below Mammoth Sunset. Log in the game between midnight and March 25th. Reward you with one pack each from the Journey to Angoro, Knights of the Frozen Throne, and Kobolds the Catacombs expansion.
0: Oh well, there you go. So that does work. Yeah, they're calling it the Mammoth Sunset. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jocelyn, have Thank you heard you that Zael the Golden, the, the Shadow Cloak, is going to be a new uh, Whizbang ish card?
2: I did, um, which is kind of unfortunate because I wish they just updated Whizbang. <laughs> <laughs> like, instead of giving me another card of new deck recipes, add the deck recipes to Whizbang.
1: <laughs> well, but it sounds like it's different, because this is, it said there's five new deck recipes, so I would hope that Whizbang will just always use whatever the current deck recipes are, and then this is like some other thing, right? I don't want them to maybe. just... Maybe, yeah, want it, to be...
2: it is a little bit kind of confusing. because yeah, there's
1: maybe. way more than five, there's friggin' 18, so that doesn't yeah. make sense. So it's gotta be like some completely different stuff. Yeah. Be what I would like to see, though, because uh, we, this leads right in. Smarter deck builder. How about Whizbang bang gives me smarter recipes? <laughs>
2: <laughs> well, uh, I think. Um, oh, shoot. What's his name? Uh, he did the reveal. Um, Regis. Kilbin, is Kilbin. It? yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, he did a, a video about some of the stuff that they talked about at the Hearthstone Summit, and they did talk about how the deck builder is going to like, I think, use internal Hearthstone stats. So if you like mm-hmm. half build a deck and then go to fill in your deck, it's going to give you like high win rate cards that work well together. It, so
1: well, if you own all the dynamic. cards, yeah. If you own all the cards and you just say build the deck, like you just tell it yeah. to build the deck, it builds you the top like the most winningest deck of that class with the cards you own. So if you own every single card, it'll literally just give you the best deck of that class.
0: Wait, does this mean, is it based off win rate? Do we know if it takes into account like games played? Internal win rate, yeah. Does it take into account games played? Do we know that?
1: I I don't know if they have some cutoff go, or whatever. Go. They're still supposed. They're still going to give us a lot more information. Okay, but yeah, literally, was, like the best possible. That is rad. If that's the case, does
0: this mean that when when Ixar gets on gets on blast and informs us that there's there's some deck with an insanely high win rate that we don't know about, no one's playing, that we can just go into deck builder and check all the classes and look for something that makes no sense to us? Sure.
2: Yep.
1: Well, but the other thing that's you awesome. can do too with this is you can say put in some combo that you want right like i want to play these 10 cards and then i say fill in the rest and it'll take those 10 cards and then give you the winningest deck that includes those 10 cards and the 20 cards that go along with it to make that the winningest deck right that's technically how it's supposed to work it sounds freaking crazy and i'm like i'm like tell me more i want to hear like more things i could do but it really sounds it's it's like right now that whole system is kind of garbage right because they, they got rid of the random thing which mm-hmm. was super fun remember people love doing the random yeah deck. that was
2: that was really really fun where you could just yeah. push a button and get a random deck and then play against your friends yeah, and then
1: and play, play against your buddy deck. right yeah. and like i love that to come back in some form because can i they think just was add cool? a little roulette icon
0: and i hit that and it's just yeah give me some other thing i can <laughs> hope do. for
1: the best but i was talking about this on my stream the other night that this would make a really fun kind of draft format that I could like, I can now create an interesting draft format myself where like, let's say me, me and you get into uh, you know, a Skype call or, or a discord or whatever. And we're like, okay, mage versus mage. I pick a card that I get. And now you pick a card that you get. And now you pick a card that you get again. Now I pick a card and you kind of snake draft 20 cards. And then now we just press complete and it just completes the thing. And now we play like a best of five. Like you could just do kind of cool, interesting, fun things with this, right? Um, and to me, that sounds really interesting. So I would love to do something like that. Like we're mage and I'm like, I got fireball. And you're like, oh, wait a minute. You can't have all the damage. I got crossbolt, you know, and, uh, you just kind of go back and forth picking those cards. That'd be fun. Yeah. yeah mean I that. I just, this is just, this is another little like, what you're also giving us this. This is a fun extra thing I didn't even think of that I didn't know I wanted, but now I totally want.
0: Yeah. yeah. Uh, Fireside pre-releases are now the norm. They will be continuing from here until otherwise noted. Uh, And also at-home pre-releases are going to be a thing for smaller, unlisted Fireside gatherings, which I think is really cool. Sweet. I have not been able to get out to Orlando <laughs> at all in the last year, essentially. Uh, you'll also be able to re-roll Legendary Quests, so if you were like me and sat on your Monster Hunt quest for a long time, you could eventually just tell it to go away.
1: Yeah, that is kind of annoying that it always took up a slot until you did it, right? I mean, mm-hmm. for me, it was not a problem because I'm like, I'm just like, yeah, I instantly did it, right? But I know there's a lot of people who are like, I don't have time for this. I need my just win two games quest, man. So yeah, now you can just say, no, I don't want to do that. So let me play with the game that I want to play. Yeah, I mean,
0: typically the legendary quests are very much worth doing. But the when I think of quests, I think of, oh, I can get rid of them until I find quests that allow me to just play the game the way I like to play it. So that now extends to legendary quests. So you can get rid of them if you want to. We're also getting a random card back option, which I am ecstatic about
1: yeah this it's is a little thing a but a no brainer like, to have
0: and oh, now it's here sweet I'm so happy about it and i tweeted out that you better be able to get that wooden card back and Lindsay confirmed you may end up with it if you select random card backs as your as your option
1: by the way in other card back news uh i'm just gonna put somebody on blast real quick remember when Chalky was on the show and said that people who had Legend every month don't use the legend card back. Yep. Yes. Yeah, well I played him in Arena the other day and he had the legend card back on. <laughs> and I was using the pizza back.
0: The well that's because the pizza back is the greatest hearthstone card back ever made.
1: <laughs> and I won. So who's a legend? Now?
2: <laughs> are you sure it was actually him?
1: Yeah, because we talked after the game. No. <laughs> yeah. Can we,
0: has has there been has anyone mentioned the Hearthstone card back in I don't know three years other than the the pizza card back like it has actually reignited conversation about card backs it's
1: mostly amazing. when we're opening packs that's when Jocelyn starts talking about yeah no that's when the, card. That's ah, the right. card backs
2: really matter that's
1: when they're the star of the show right other yeah. like when you're playing the game you don't see them as often and you only see like half of them so
2: what if I did random card back uh, opening packs? Card back and uh, open packs. Does it I
1: one different is
2: different? Backs every time it should.
1: That would be. Amazing. I hope it does. It I better. hope that's the case. Please. I hope so. Otherwise, it's broken. Oh, did we ever talk about this? By the way, the Hakar card back we thing. Did,
2: yeah, I think it was the okay
1: episode. Was it the week I wasn't here? Yeah. Yes, it was sweet. That was it a was super sweet. cool thing. It was really cool. I didn't even see it coming. I know I come somehow that. Blew right past me and all of a sudden I was like what just happened <laughs> why do oh, I have this card back all of a sudden what a cool way to experience it you're just like yeah, what, just, what yeah. huh
0: <laughs> that's awesome <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, that's freaking that's freaking great so all this uh, all this is, this is great news there's also an AMA on reddit it's going to be Thursday March 7th at 1pm Pacific that's this Thursday
1: Monday, Hearthstone and that's basically just all about all this year of the dragon stuff yeah okay.
0: mm-hmm thursdays are big announcement days for hearthstone i wonder what up with that i wonder if anything else is getting announced on thursday that might be brought up in this ama
1: we shall see and then we'll talk about it tuesday
0: yeah (laughs) i'm on to you not heroes of warcraft i'm on to you uh all right we did it we made it through the year of the dragon announcements it's time to talk hero or heroes hearthstone esports there is no heroes
1: esports. Heroes doesn't have esports. What are you talking?
2: <laughs> you set that up like you were gonna have a fancy bumper to play or something.
1: <laughs> nope. And nothing. now it's
2: time for Hearthstone esports. Now,
1: and, and now it's time.
0: Now it's time for Hearthstone drama. Really, is what yeah. it is. We need like a like a TMZ like bumper sound effect.
1: Mm. You just run up to Roger and <laughs> tell him <laughs> while he's walking around town. <laughs> Roger, why are you
0: public enemy number one within the world of Hearthstone? <laughs> <laughs> Jocelyn, would you like to explain the drama that I was only made aware of this morning?
1: Well, we should first talk about that ACT winter happened and we do have a champion and we do have the last four qualifiers, right?
2: Exactly. And I think this... Did actually shake out to be a really interesting tournament for all the reasons that we thought it could, because we had, you know, points leader Tyler was in the pool. We had uh, Viper and uh, Bunny Hopper and Bloody Face were all already qualified and then ended up three of them Viper, Bunny Hopper, and, and Bloody Face all ended up in the top eight, which meant that they can't double qualify. So we ended up with a pool of eight players that instead of only four of the eight qualifying, we had only one of the top eight that had to be eliminated somehow to not make it to the world championships. So we had, a That's crazy. Tie, yeah, we had a tiebreaker bracket that they had to play through on the final day. And I really did like how they scheduled it because they got all the way to the top two of the regular bracket and then they took the time to play through the tiebreakers to figure out who was going to qualify for the world championship, which normally would be your four semifinalists. And then after the tiebreaker, then they played the final. So it was kind of like this like constant ramp up. It didn't feel like the tiebreakers were lesser, like done after the finals or anything like that. So I I really did enjoy the way that they set it up. And uh, it was it was a lot of pretty good Hearthstone. There were a lot of interesting moments. And we did end up with a champion, Roger, who uh, is not without controversy. Uh, there are a lot of pro players, uh, well, a lot of, I guess, pro players and fans alike that felt that maybe he shouldn't be allowed to compete in HCT this year because he was part of the HGG team that was disqualified for cheating. Um, the penalty for that, and this is something we talked about when we talked about the, the disqualification, was that they weren't allowed to participate in HGG? They lost their spot to BlizzCon, but there was no HCT ramifications for any of those four players. Um, so Roger himself, he was part of the team, but not part or not the specific player on the team who had the HGG stream open. Yeah, so- he wasn't
1: cited as the guy who made the cut con- because they they basically uploaded a video afterwards of them playing right yeah and their commentary and everything to their own channels because they're all like streamers and stuff in taiwan and you could hear them talking about how did you know that there was no mind control tech in his hand yeah and one guy says oh because Because i saw that it was discarded
2: it was discarded with tracking yeah so yeah um roger was part of the team but not the one that had the stream open Mm -hmm.
1: Apparently apparently he's the one who asked that question too by the way yes um, uh, I, I, I haven't watched this, so I haven't watched the actual. I was, I it, yeah, I, I haven't, haven't speak the it. language, so it's hard for me. Yeah, too.
2: exactly. We always have to rely on translations, which may or may not be reliable. So, <laughs> I mean, the I think what's kind of telling in all of this, because then so the, the second instance that is a little bit sketchy is that uh, earlier on in the year, he had allowed a friend to win on ladder. In the last five minutes of the season, which allowed the friend who was also part of the HGG team. This is the same player who had the stream open. So, if anything, I feel like the the friend
1: should yeah, be that the guy. One. Sounds like the, is the one who sounds like
2: he's really the one who's kind of
1: here. But like, you know that uh, friend who's always trying to get you to drink and smoke weed and like. <laughs> <real cool? laughs> <laughs> that guy yeah, that's, that, that guy.
2: yeah so uh basically He's
1: like roger- come on just do it man
2: <laughs> yeah so roger conceding a game he would have won right before the end of the season allowed the friend to get a top 25 ladder finish and qualify for playoffs which he wouldn't have otherwise done so that happened but that was never um punished or validated by or acknowledged by blizzard in any way shape or form So what this kind of all comes down to is how much you trust Blizzard. And I think that there's a lot of anti-Blizzard feelings across all communities right now. So I think that people tend to, at this point in time, not trust Blizzard. And I there's like
1: conspiracy theories about this, honestly. Like they think that Blizzard and Roger are somehow in cahoots. Yeah cuz they like I I've, I've
2: even heard stuff saying like they wanted uh, to to ha- make sure that there was a Taiwanese player because that's where the world championship's going to be held so they mm-hmm. wanted like a local guy to, to know, be man. in the, like it's like what's like,
1: more likely all
2: kinds of crazy conspiracy theories I mean but, what, to what, me
1: whenever these things come up I always ask the question what's more likely that they investigated it and decided that the, that it didn't getting grand jury was yeah. enough punishment and they're okay with what's going on and he's actually just an amazing player who then won this championship completely on his own without cheating here or that blizzard is conspiracy. They're part of the free state and they're running the world with Jewish bankers and like, <laughs> it's like they're aliens coming down. They're lizard people. Ben Brode is actually like, you know, like no, none of this makes sense to me. Like I'm like, I think probably they investigated and came away that this was, enough of a punishment getting oh. kicked out of hgg which
2: i think this is where kind of communication comes in and it's been communication has been the problem like uh, they're the um complaint levied against blizzard for the last couple of years really is that if they had just come out and said look we are aware of the hgg thing he was disqualified from that he that was his punishment you know you like it or don't like it that's what happened And we investigated the events on stream link, blah, 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 whatever. And we decided it didn't break uh, terms of service. It wasn't actually wind trading or whatever, you know, investigation concluded. We looked at it because right now it seems like Blizzard is ignoring it. And I think that's what has a lot of people in the community upset is that they feel like there's this information out there that Blizzard is ignoring and, they probably didn't they probably investigated but because they never said anything
1: it's yeah but that. the evidence all does seem a little murky as to me it is, yeah, like it is, it actually is. like outright ban this dude like it seems yeah. like i need a little more than oh one game on stream this one time and this other guy on his team that he and also got his team disqualified like yeah. i need it to be like no him he's doing this he's the bad guy he shouldn't be in hearthstone esports like that's the problem for me is i'm like like i feel like people are grabbing the pitchforks like with not a lot of hard solid evidence right yeah. and like we know in the past name specialists some other people have been hard banned right yeah, like accounts lock locked and everything,
2: everything yeah and there for, was a huge band wave in china yeah, that went out like too.
1: excessively Win trading yeah. like very blatantly right so to me it's like they have the means to look into this they did and they And and nothing
2: happened to him. So to me, nothing happening to him is enough evidence to me that Blizzard doesn't think that he cheats. Well, you
0: know, again with the really, HCG, I mean, he wasn't the one doing the cheating, right? And with the win trading, wasn't it? I mean, again, he was on stream, wasn't it? To like, he was making a
1: trying Sounds to like some a ha, ha funny example. thing with his he, buddy more he than boosted,
2: he basically boosted his friend, right? And, right. and game well, one
1: time in one game, right? Yeah. Not right. like not like they queued in each other over and over and over again, right? Like it sounds like, right?
2: No, no, but it was. Yeah. It's because of you know when it happened and mm. the results of. Yeah. This guy's ladder finish then meant that he qualified for playoffs he wouldn't have otherwise. It didn't impact Roger at all. It was a thing yeah. he did for a friend, you know? And yeah, it's. So-
0: it's a crappy situation for sure, but to me, this reminds me of like the times disguised toast has been banned or like temporary timed out from playing Hearthstone because he was on yeah. stream intentionally breaking the game because that's what he does. Yeah, um, yeah. I mean, um, not that Roger is known for this, uh, but
1: it's it's. And by the way, Roger a- played real, real freaking good in this tournament, dude. Well,
2: and that's the thing too, right? Is like I think that's the uh, takeaway or what people should take away from this is like he. Whether you believe he should have been there or not, you basically, like, you can't cheat at the actual no. championships, right? Not like with the
1: noise-canceling headphones. There's noise-canceling the, headphones.
2: Yeah. They take their phones away. Like, they're on camera the whole time. They're monitored. They're not even on their own accounts. Like, there are so many things in place to make it so that you cannot cheat. And he won because he's good at Hearthstone. So... Mm-hmm. I mean, whether you believe he should have been there or not, you can't deny that he's a good Hearthstone player and deserved to be there because then he went ahead and won the tournament. So the skills are there. You can't cheat your way to the Winter Championship. So, yeah.
1: Yeah, it's a long road to get there, man. Yeah. The the chat, somebody is saying, though, that I means someone else didn't qualify because of the win trading. That is, that that I think is the most unfortunate part of the whole thing. Yeah. But that's the other player, not Roger, who, like, Roger was already going to be there. The other guy ended up getting a spot he shouldn't have well, Yeah. So,
2: building. so yeah, Roger. Roger's actions allowed yeah. his friend to qualify, which bumped somebody else. So.
1: so if Blizzard were to take action here, I would think it would be to disqualify the other guy and say, ooh, yeah, you weren't supposed to qualify. Yeah, and, well, a, and that, that this thing. is where
0: a statement from Blizzard would go. And then tell Roger, like,
1: hey, bro, don't do that anymore, okay?
2: <laughs> yeah, and that's like, where exactly like that's where something out of Blizzard, some communication around this, like some sure. sort of, yeah, we know this happened, but we don't believe Roger's at fault or don't believe he was breaking rules or whatever. And uh, yeah. it was al- it, it was almost a year ago. So it was technically within this HCT year. So it was in season one of 2018 is when mm. this uh, win, win trading air quotes for the audio listeners When that occurred, so it is all still within, like, all this stuff happened within the current standard year, which I think was why people are saying he shouldn't be allowed to compete in anything that has to do with the 2018 season. But that is Blizzard's decision, and Blizzard decided to allow him to compete. Blizzard isn't oblivious to all of this, so it just depends whether you agree with Blizzard or don't agree with Blizzard. But in the end, they're the ones with the tools to actually properly investigate. So, um he won. That's what happened, uh, which he faced Bunny Hopper in the finals. And I was rooting, not because of any of all this other crap, but I was rooting so hard for Bunny Hopper because how amazing would it have been to be yeah, a back to back champion? Yeah. Like he won the summer championship. It would be so cool if he then won the winter championship. I was so rooting for him, man.
1: I just cared about Ike. I was just yeah. super happy oh that Ike God. qualified.
2: I didn't even know, like, when they had the Ike interview, like, I didn't even know half of his story. I didn't know about, like, his medical troubles. He was like, a
1: walking booth the entire tournament. He had to sit down for all the interviews. Yeah,
2: yeah. like, I had no idea that he had um, those kind of issues. And it just made, like, it was, I was rooting for him so hard. He was, like, the feel-good story. And then when he ended up qualifying, I was just like, "Yes!" yes! Go Ike, we like Ike. But um, yeah, so we do now know the 16 players who are going to be competing at the World Championship. So we've got four from EU. So we've got Bunny Hopper. We've got a whole bunch of numbers A83650. <laughs> <laughs> a eight. A, eight, <laughs> we've got uh, Viper and Hunter Ace. Hunter Ace was our EU points leader. Then from NA, we've got Killin' All Day, Language Hacker, Bloody Face, Just Saying, Ike, and Muzzy. Just Saying was our points leader, but because he qualified through the summer championships, Muzzy as the runner up got the spot there's
1: a lot of na right there man
2: it's a lot of na yeah na wow. has, a, has a really good showing at the world championship which has uh not been the case in previous years so we'll have to see how they do uh but yeah we've uh, got a real good contingent coming out of na then from apac we've got blood trail uh roger who was our winter champion and tyler who was our points leader which again tyler is another really good feel good story i'm glad that uh he was able to lock down that apac points leader position because uh yeah Man, he went through some out. hard stuff, right? Before exactly. Yeah, yeah, he really, really did. So I'm glad that he was able to make it in on points. And then from China, we have Jing, uh, Yu Ying, and Zou Ti are, are qualifiers. So uh, two of those who just qualified through this previous through this Winter Championship, which is also another the kind of the story coming out of the Winter Championships was about China and how well their representatives are doing because they had like a was it six and two record coming out of groups or something like that. Like they did, they did really, really, really well. And uh, it's for a long time, the uh, Chinese players were kind of lagging behind the other regions and never had particularly good showings in playoffs. So uh, to see the Chinese team uh, being able to qualify two players through the winter championship, it was uh, definitely China's weekend.
1: Yeah, it was a fun tournament to watch. I watched quite a bit of it and uh, really enjoyable. And I think the most excitement I had was the, the tiebreaker tussle. That was, yeah, the tiebreaker uh, that was really, was, really like, cool to watch.
2: Edge of your seat. There's
1: a lot stuff. of pressure on that. And I felt real bad for uh, for the, yeah, the kid for who definition. lost twice. Oh,
2: definition. Yeah.
1: Definition. Yeah. yeah he was just, he, I could tell he was so and hard, hard on himself be, after that.
2: Oh man, it's got to be so difficult to like. Yeah make it to the top eight and know that only one player of that top eight is not going to go to the finals, like and not going to be gonna that go to the world And to be that one yeah. player, like, oh, man, that's yeah. rough. It's really rough.
0: I'm sweating just thinking about it.
1: You <laughs> so uh, did make some questionable decisions, though. And, yeah. uh, and 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 it's like, this is, to me, though, this tournament, again, was like proof. When people kind of like lol RNG about the Hearthstone esports stuff, it's like, well, why were five of the top eight already qualified? Like, if it's just lol RNG, yeah. no, like, it, it, it the top to players it. keep getting there over and over and over again. Really well, and I think we it.
2: talked about this too. Um, going into the world championship or sorry, the winter championship is just the idea of the Hearthstone Masters program and the fact that there was a reason beyond just qualifying for the world championships this year, there was a reason to keep trying to get points to keep pushing it, to keep going to all the tour stops. And, you know, we didn't have that in previous years. So mm-hmm. I think this year is the year to kind of hold up and show people and say like, no, when there's actually a reason to keep competing, the same people will come out on top over and over and mm-hmm. over again. This is why we have players like Hunter Ace, just saying Muzzy, Hopper, like these are people who just, win championships over and over and over again when you give them a reason to compete over and over and over again. Also, when you
0: give them a meta like we've had for the past year.
1: Uh, Yeah, yeah. There's a lot less RNG involved and a lot more just solid decision making and deck building, right? Yeah. For sure.
0: Yeah, it's just another thing that I feel like needs to be brought up. I felt we had kind of the most consistent metas.
1: That's You know what, though? It's funny is this meta a lot of people don't like because of the lack of rng right and the and the pros love it because they're like yeah lack of rng i get to win when i play good uh (laughs) and then a lot of like casual players are like this is boring what the hell i just push this button and get two dudes every time it's like yeah you loved Hearthstone when it was rag shots going who knows where right but now all of a (laughs) a sudden it's it's boring to you, but yeah.
0: <laughs> hey, there's still rag shots going. Who knows where are you play. That's mags? true.
1: gotta yeah, analyze out there. If you want to play that game. Yeah.
0: Good luck. Yeah. No, I'm it's, it's fine. I'm sure things will shake up. So the, the, I mean, it doesn't start the, the world championship doesn't kick off until April 24th. Do we think this late will April? We, yeah. Do you think this means I haven't really thought about it until now because I was looking at the expansion release dates from the past with, uh, the year of the dragon being announced. Are we gonna have like a later than usual expansion launch? No,
2: well, that's it, yeah. We're, we just card. talked about this off the top of the show, Garrett.
0: <laughs>
1: yeah, Garrett was it, uh I misunderstood.
0: I thought th- this, oh, okay. they, they were floating the idea for the future, and uh, never mind, uh, just
2: okay, yeah, no, just the, yeah. So, with the world championship starting, uh, it's April 24th in North America, but April 25th in the host country, uh, so yeah, that's the, the idea. Is are they going to? basically do the standard rotation around the normal time that they do which is sometime in the first half of April if that's the case then uh competitors are going to have about two weeks of the new uh standard rotation of the new expansion to then compete Uh, Mm -hmm. in the world championship which i think is a little bit odd i kind of wish that we were at the end of march getting our world championship so that we could actually see them compete with cards from the year that they're supposed to be competing in like it's supposed to be the year of the raven championship (laughs) why are we potentially playing with the year of the dragon cards but um yeah the other the other thing is so either they do the rotation in like with the timing of where it normally has been in the first half of april or they do it in the first half of may and It's delayed by a month, essentially, but I don't I don't think that they'll do that. But then, yeah, no, it's going to be weird.
1: One thing is for sure, though, Raven will get something super right. And so will be super wrong about it. and It'll be sweet (laughs) on screen with all these brand new cards.
0: Are you pandering because Raven's in our chat right now?
1: (laughs) Yeah, but he also did like during the tournament. He was he was nailing it with his calls. Oh, yeah.
2: Those. Yeah. Priest win win on eight. Priest win on
1: eight just play gallery and you win
2: (laughs) yeah exactly And like so and raven chat room is also saying that worlds with new stuff is interesting sure yeah no i'll give you that absolutely it's interesting and i think it's going to be good for marketing and viewership but i think it's crappy from you know just a player perspective like i i want to see the year of the raven championship with year of the raven cards but that's i know that that's just that's just me
1: (laughs) It's definitely not just you. Not <laughs> <laughs> just you, but it but um it's something that I think bothers you more than it bothers probably most people. Like yeah, that. I'm I get like I don't think it's gonna care. be interesting,
2: yeah. and I'm super excited to see the best players in the world play with the with the first or, new expansion that we've had in months. Mm-hmm. Like that's gonna be great. I just wish it wasn't the world championship for 2018. That's all. <laughs>
1: hmm. It will be interesting though if there's like some broken card in the new set and somebody figures that out first <laughs> they'll yes. just they'll have a, su- a super sweet advantage but which is uh, something just that brought is out.
2: fun to see too right yeah the- corridor
1: creeper that was Chalky, Zelay and amnesiac figuring that out in that one team tournament mm-hmm. just steamrolling everybody because they're like yeah zero out of five, 5 is really good you guys <laughs> yeah
2: and which you know again that's that's exciting and fun hearthstone and there's you know a lot to to be said for you know um not punishing the opposite, rewarding. I was like, what's the opposite of a punish? <laughs> a reward.
1: Never <laughs> <laughs> so, like, had one of those before. What are you? <laughs> <know>? <laughs> but
2: yeah, like a reward. It rewards players who are good at deck building, which I think is is a good thing. And this is something yes. we talked about before with new expansions or nerfs, or rotations or whatever happening right before a championship. It's just because it's. Like It's just a sticking point in my head where it's like, this should be the championship of the year of the Raven. So it should be played with the year of the Raven cards because it's supposed to like bring everything together and then crown a champion. And uh, so to me, it just seems odd that it's then with dragon cards. But I think from a viewer perspective, it's going to be very exciting. It's going to be really fun and it's going to be cool to see the new cards in action. And it's going to be interesting to see, like, Rexar is not going to be there, you know? Like, no more quest rogue. All that stuff is just gone. No more quests. No more legendary weapons. No no more more, cool Dan. Yeah, no Rexar. No, none of that. So it's going to be an interesting tournament. I just wish it wasn't the world championship.
1: I wonder if Spirits and Loa are actually going to be in decks now. Because the power level, everything goes down so much. Right. Maybe. Maybe I do want to play, you know, Rushes with Spirit of the Tiger or Spirit of the what is it mammoth god no know.
2: more gen and ba- i don't even
1: know what it is a spear of the no right
2: gen and baku guys oh, gen and no
0: gen ba- and Baku can take a short uh, a long walk off a short pier f off yeah don't want to see anymore uh so, i yeah,
2: just it's gonna be an interesting tournament
0: yeah oh god is there any chance Cracklaw becomes a meta card i hope so please Please, I want my round I mean, boy. i my shaman. shaman
1: seems like it'll probably be a thing because they still have lightning bolt and lava burst. And
2: <laughs> aggro everything is totally going to be a thing with a standard rotation two weeks before a world championship. Yeah, God, there's
1: going to be so. a lot of aggro. I really hope yeah. so. That's, that's... I want to see like pure tempo rogue again. And stuff. I want to see like mid range paladin. I want to see, you know what I mean? I want to see all that kind of stuff. Speed it up. Let's speed it up a little bit. Although I guess yeah, I Priest like winning like on tornado is pretty fast, not like two players sitting back waiting to OTK you, right?
0: Yes, yes, I'm playing Wild Priest, with the rest of them, but uh, it doesn't mean I'm not longing for snappier games from time to time. Anyways, uh, so we're basically at two hours. I think that's a show, everyone. <laughs> I know. Um, so if 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 you uh, follow the, when we when we post strategy decks early, you know that we were planning to do Malagos Rogue this week, but. Uh, it was a thick one, folks. We're just going to yeah. shelve that for now, and uh, we're not missing any questions. No, no one had any questions about the Malagos Rogue.
1: Thank you. It's pretty straightforward, it and maybe next week we can. If there's not a bunch of news, maybe we can like even tackle a couple of decks or something. We'll see.
0: Yeah, we're we're in that we're in that point here, right? Like we're we're the expansion's going to be announced. I'm pretty damn sure the expansion yeah, will be announced. It's by probably going to be
1: where we're not going to be able to do strategy for a little while. And whoops, yeah. sorry about that. If you've been
0: listening to the Angry Chicken for a while, you know. Segments tend to get shelved when it's uh, preview season for new expansions, so uh, just keep that in mind. And also, hope you like long episodes because those will probably be coming uh, as well once card re- card reveals start start kind of gearing up. So. Uh, anyways that brings us to the end of the episode thank you to our patrons supporting us over at patreon.com slash tac if you like the show and you want to support the three of us that is the best way to do it it's like an opt-in subscription you don't have to but if you want to kick in a dollar or two do it we very much appreciate it and every little bit helps speaking of which huge thanks to our producers Declan H and sean c thank you for the support you too if you want to catch the whole back catalog of episodes which with over 300 of them now that would take quite a while but you can still do it over at youtube.com slash amove tv got all the episodes up over there you can go see sweet summer children that we were not knowing what this game would become yeah so go check it out dills you do all sorts of other stuff around the web where can everybody find you
1: uh, on Twitter, I'm at Willie Dills and twitch.tv slash Willie Dills, where you can find me playing mostly arena right now to uh, grind up some dust and stuff in preparation for the Hall of Fame. But if you're in the Austin area for South by Southwest, I also want to mention that I'll be at South by So Wasted uh, with Night Attack, uh, Ice Cream Social, uh, Whiskey Vault, guys. And uh, it's March 9th, which is Saturday. So it's coming up this coming Saturday, which is right at the beginning of South by Southwest. There's tickets available. We're actually in a venue that you got to like buy tickets to. So bit.ly slash night attack Austin is where you can buy those. I think there's not that many left. So if you are going to be here, you should pick them up now.
0: Justin was messaging me this morning being like, hey, come to Dragon Con. You need to come to Dragon Con. Get Dills to come to Dragon Con. Get Jocelyn to come to Dragon Con. Do an angry chicken at Dragon oh, Con. He
1: loves his Dragon Con. Yeah. <laughs>
0: so just uh, putting that out there. I can drive. It's easy for me to get there, but y'all should come to Dragon Con this year.
2: Yeah, it's a little tougher man. for me. It's, yeah. It's not
0: that tough. Atlanta's a hub. You know, it's relatively cheap flight. It's not like we're going to California or something.
1: That's true. It's not crazy, but it's, yeah. 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 Not uh, a drive.
0: Anyways, Jocelyn, where can everybody uh, find you?
2: Uh, you can find me on Twitter and Twitch at Plays. that's J-O-C-E Plays. And uh, again, Tuesdays and Sundays, our raid team is raiding heroic. We had three sub-5% wipes on Stormwall Blockade last raid night, so Ooh. Stormwall Blockade's going down today, and then we're punching Jane in the face.
0: I just had <laughs> sweaty flashbacks to Syndragosa in Lich King. Ugh. <laughs> scary stuff well good luck with that i'm rooting for you i'm on twitter at garrett art all of the podcasts that i do including this one is over at amove.tv my buddy kyle and i from uh, our hero show have launched an apex legends show so if you want to hear us talk about apex legends uh, from the point of view of me, someone who really enjoys PUBG and is loving Enter the, uh, uh, Apex Legends, or someone like Kyle who has hated every battle royale and avoided them with, the st- uh, with with like as much as they possibly can and now is really into Apex Legends, uh, go check out Enter the Apex, wherever podcasts can be found. That's going to wrap it up for this podcast. Thank you all for tuning in. Until next time, job's done. Job's done.
2: Job's done. Yes!